0: You are tuned in to Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Broussard, Louisiana. Let's catch up with Father Michael Delcum as he breaks open the readings for today. So again, a welcome to uh, any guests we have with us this morning. Um, Past two weeks, we've been talking about a preaching series entitled Born Identity. We've been looking at our God-given identity for those of us who have been baptized. We talked about this battle happening within us, this new identity that we have in Christ to live in him, with him, through him, to put on his mind, to put on his heart, to live his life and virtue inside of us. In this always ever-present temptation, the battle and hug and lure of the enemy to live our old self that St. Paul talks about, this self apart from Christ, this self that says, it's my mind, it's my heart, it's my time, it's my life. To live a person and identity separate from Christ. There can often be two identities that we live in. A self apart from Christ and a self that understands that my identity is Christ. Last week we talked about baptism, how we were immersed into the life of Christ. I have there, if you have a handout, St. Paul in his letter to the Romans talked about, we were baptized into Christ's death. And when we came out of those waters, we rose with Christ. St. Paul says, I I live no longer I, but now Christ lives in me. He is my true identity. I was born the day of my baptism, a new birth. So today what we want to talk about is how do we help, how do we sustain, how do we remain in Christ? This is important. Our identity in Christ is a supernatural identity. Jesus is God, and so God living in us is something supernatural, and so we need supernatural food to sustain this supernatural life. This supernatural food comes from heaven. Jesus says, I am the bread that has come down from heaven. And so what we want to talk today about is the Eucharist, how the Eucharist is food from heaven to sustain us. If you look at your handout, it might help you in our conversation this morning. Letter A, this is straight from the Catechism. What material food produces in our bodily life, holy communion wonderfully achieves in our spiritual life. Communion with the flesh of the risen Christ, a flesh given life, and giving life through the Holy Spirit, it preserves, increases, and renews the life of grace received at baptism. When you and I receive the Eucharist, we are receiving the risen Christ. He is alive and he comes into us to preserve our identity, to increase our identity and to renew this life of grace, this supernatural life, this communion with God He also comes into us to break our disordered attachments to sin. When Jesus comes into our life in the Eucharist, he comes and strengthens our bond with him and he comes to break our bonds with the lies of the enemy. He comes to weaken and break our attachments, our disordered attachments to things, to people, to behaviors that would pull us away from God. It's so important, Jesus clings to us. He says, remain in me and I will protect and defend you from those things that pull you away from me. The Eucharist is a person. It's not a thing. The Eucharist is not a what, it's a who. We receive a person, we receive the body and blood the soul and divinity of Christ. As we are baptized into him and we take on his identity, we receive in the Eucharist himself, a person. And that person comes and renews his presence inside of us. We have all of these scriptures to reinforce this. In John chapter six, this is the bread of life uh, discourse. He says, the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. Unless you eat the flesh of the son of man, he's a person, and drink his blood, you will not have life within you. For my flesh is true food and my blood is true drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. We are receiving a person who comes and renews himself in us. Father Champagne was with us uh, this past week, this past Thursday, and he just reminded us of that axiom, we become what we receive. We are what we eat. We, as the body of Christ, receive the body of Christ, and that body renews us, his body. We're connected. He's the head, and we are the extension of his body. We are all connected in and through Christ. So it's so important that we come and we receive the Eucharist, um, for the Eucharist makes the church. That's what the church teaches us in the Catechism. The Eucharist makes us who we are. Catechism 1396, through receiving the Eucharist, Christ unites the faithful in one body. He strengthens us and deepens our connection with each other. If you're maybe struggling to to love someone, struggling to forgive someone, struggling to, to just connect with someone in our community, pray that in the Eucharist, you may find a common bond as you are receiving Christ and they are receiving Christ. It's Christ in you that brings you together. And so if you struggle to love them, at least maybe you can Find peace that you are loving Christ in them. Lord, help me see you in them, as faint as it may be. Help me love you in them. You come and love them through me, and you teach me, as you are in me, you teach me how to love them, how to forgive them. The church has this word, it's a big fancy word, it's called divinization to become like God. We are made, you are made, in his image and likeness. You are created by God in his image and likeness. But that likeness comes by his grace, it's renewed by his grace, and it's only by his grace that we can be like God. And as we go to confession, as we receive the sacraments, the sacraments are basically God's supernatural life coming to us. As we receive the sacraments, especially the Eucharist, we are becoming slowly, if we give into God's grace, we're becoming more and more like God. St. Athanasius, one of the early saints in Um, kind of doctors of the church, and and in a sense the, the fathers of our church, the founding fathers of our church said this, God became man, God humbled himself, God lowered himself to become man, God embraced our humanity, he became one of us so that man can become like God. Just want you to think about that. What does Jesus want to do in the Eucharist as we receive him? He wants to share himself with us so that we can be like him. It's so important. And um, the devil doesn't want this to happen. The enemy of our human nature does not want us to be like God. No, in fact, he sows lies. This is the lie he sows from the beginning. This is Genesis chapter three, verses four to five. The serpent said to the woman, talking about the apple, talking about the one commandment that God gave in the garden. You certainly will not die. No, God knows well that the moment you eat of this apple, your eyes will be opened, and here it is, you will be like God's, for you will know what is good and what is bad. See, the temptation from the devil, the temptation to keep us from depending upon God to make us like him is that we can be like God without him. You can be who you're called to be. You can be like Christ without Christ. That's the ultimate temptation to pull us into self-sufficiency, to pull us into death. It's a trap that will destroy us. And it's a trap that will create this false identity so that you and I have to rely on the world for our identity. We have to rely on these false perceptions for our identity. And now all of a sudden we identify ourselves with what we do rather than who we are. I'm this. You know, people always ask, well, what do you do for a living? As if that gives us our identity, as if that gives us our purpose and our meaning, when ultimately our purpose and our meaning and our value is who we are. I'm a beloved son. I'm a beloved daughter. Who does a job or who does something in the world? His lies sound like this to kind of keep us away from the Eucharist. The Eucharist is a symbol. Mass is not that big of a deal. The church's teachings are out of date. They're irrelevant. Actually, you have to be perfect to receive Jesus and you're not perfect, so you need to stay away. You should, God would never love you that much to humble himself to come to you in what looks like a piece of bread. You don't need to receive the Eucharist to grow in holiness. You can do it on your own. These are all lies that the enemy tries to sow in our hearts to keep us away from the Eucharist. But the church has said constantly over and over again, we are all called to grow in holiness. We're all called to be sanctified, to become saints. And how we grow in holiness, how we become saints, is that we need to receive the grace of God. The sacraments are gifts to us. And the sacraments of initiation, which we're talking about, is that we are initiated into a supernatural identity in a supernatural life. Therefore, we are dependent upon God to make something happen in us. The Eucharist sustains, renews, and strengthens our identity. We receive Christ to be Christ. And this is so important. And so my challenge to you this week is, um, as we are ever approaching Christmas, celebrating the gift of Christ to us, which begins this whole mystery of his life, death, and resurrection. I want to invite you to go to confession if you haven't already. I want to invite you to go to confession before Christmas. This Wednesday um, from 6.30 to 8.00, we'll have confession here in church. We have confession before every weekday mass. We have um, confession if you wanna make a personal appointment, but if you can't make it here uh, at Sacred Heart, we're gonna, um, there's confession heard all throughout the diocese at every church, Wednesday from 6.30 to 8.00. Why is it so important? Because when we go to confession, we are acknowledging We're acknowledging that we have perhaps been living in this false identity, the old self. I've been living in space and time where I claim things that are not my own. My life is not my own, it's Christ. And all of us, we long long to be united to Christ. He says, apart from me, you will wither. You will wither and fade like a branch disconnected from the vine. So, my challenge to you this weekend, um, go to confession, please, so that we can be renewed and rooted in our true identity, our true identity as sons and daughters of God the Father, brothers and sisters of Christ. We are in his holy, eternal, divine family. Amen. Amen.